Hello and welcome to the Untranslatable Podcast. We are here recording episode 181, and today we're talking about the election process. So if you are a listener from abroad, curious about what's going on with the U.S. presidential elections and kind of how these work, we are here to try to give you the quick and dirty, uh, you know, fast little, uh, some fun facts about the uh, election process in the States. So stay tuned, and I'm curious to see what great facts and other good tidbits my buddy Jared has come up with. So without further ado, my buddy Jared, what's going on, Jared? Hello. You know, I got so excited for this idea, but then when I just heard you talking about it, I'm like, oh, no. Uh, first of all, <laughs> really going to, um, this will not only speak to, uh, you not only learn about the political, not the political system, excuse me, the election system, specifically for the president. We're talking specifically presidential here, but you'll also learn about the lack of education in the American schools all in one mm. foul swoop during this yep. episode today. Uh, first off, first off, please um, spread a little love. Everyone follow us. Well, I guess I should Where's say, your stuff? please mm-hmm. follow us on Instagram, Untranslatable Podcast. We're here in person together again. It's always fun when we're here in person. Um, so, you know, Instagram tends to be more popping when we're in person. True. And uh, enjoy it with us because we're enjoying being together here. Definitely. Uh, Twitter, spread a little love. Untranslatable one. I'm spreading some Number love over one. there too. I didn't forget about you. Twitter's my favorite. Instagram, I tolerate Instagram. <laughs> the thing about Instagram is you can only, uh, only enjoy Instagram for so long because I can only look at so many pictures and mm. stuff, you know? Like I, what, I, what about the videos though, Jared? Well, the videos are good too. Sometimes I'm at work, I can only watch so many videos. I like the, qui- the boomerangs. I like I, on Twitter. I like the mix of jokes that you can get, the mm. mix of serious information. Like you can't see what's trending on Instagram and find out about um, serious things. So, question for you: Is Twitter news kind of like meme news, or is it more mm. accurate? Well, meme news is a subset of Twitter news. Okay. Twitter news is probably about as accurate on a, uh, as a whole as meme news is, though. So I'd say yes. I would say if, if you like zoom back on the amount of lies versus the amount of fact that is spewed. <laughs> how dare you spew fact at me on Twitter? Definitely, it's, it's at meme news levels of, uh, okay. of proportions there. Okay. Um, but um, I did get rid of Facebook. Mm-hmm. I wonder. Yeah. Oh, it's great. It's great. You nice. know why I, why I bring that up? Because I wonder, that? does that count as minimalism? As uh, For my 30-day minimalism challenge, does um, Facebook count? I deleted it before hmm. the challenge, so it doesn't matter. But I'm curious in general because... I, I, I would give it to you. I feel like that counts. Because if, Do you think you're going to get it back again after the 30 days? Or do you think you're done? I think I'm done. I haven't done the full delete. Okay. It's on the it's on the temporary delete. Okay. There's also a lot of pictures that mm. I feel like I got to do something with, but I don't want them on my computer because I'm never going to look at them. But mm. it feels weird to just get rid of them. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> get get like a cheap external hard drive. You mean like the one right there? Boom. Problem solved. <laughs> Put your pictures right there. Or even I have like one of these USB thumb drive things the, that, that I never too. do anything with. Yep. Just that fill one up too. with all my pictures. Sure. That's a good idea. Speaking of which, Chad... How's your 30-day minimalism challenge going? Well, I, I got a question for you, as, as I'm sure you anticipated. Um, do giving gifts count as participating? Giving a way, getting rid of items in your house or in your living space is what it is. So it doesn't matter how you get rid of them. 
Mm-hmm. It's just get, and don't give if you if you take out a gift right now and give it to me, I'm gonna slap you in the face. I have five gifts. <laughs> it's, it's just every time you come here, you just unload your yep. shit out of me. I brought I some got, more gifts. I got a big trunk. <laughs> it would be very doable. Chad, I don't need these old pencils. <laughs> it's okay, Jared. They're they're red and blue, and I know you like those colors, so enjoy them. Don't dodge the question, Chad. How is your minimalism challenge going? Terrible. Haven't haven't given anything away yet. But you haven't gotten rid of anything? You haven't even thrown anything away? Well, I've donated... Well, that's not true. I've donated a bunch of clothing. Have you... Okay, but you've done... You haven't... You haven't put any sort of... You've given... You've given... You fully disregarded the whole 30-day minute... So you've you've done the challenge. So we're on, But you've fully given up on the whole one, two, three, four, five, six thing that we were doing here? Yes and no, I guess. Uh, I stopped doing it while I was in Ohio because I was there for... What five days? Yeah, and I just got to make it up a couple days ago. I get oh shoot, you're right. All right, well, that's gotta do some math there. That's that's some stuff. Well, here's the deal. I technically started mine. I I knew you're well. (laughs) You're right. I did anticipate this, Chad. Uh I I know so much about you. I (laughs) I started my uh, today's Wednesday. I started my 30 day minimalism challenge on Monday. Oh, nice. So okay. first of all, when we recorded that episode, obviously that episode doesn't come out immediately. Right. There's a little stagger to it. Honestly, True. I don't know if that episode has even come out yet. So I, but I, w- I didn't want to wait until the episode came out because then mm-hmm. I just probably wouldn't do it. So I decided to start on a Monday because that's mm-hmm. easy to remember. And I decided to give it some time because I know your bitch ass was not going to participate. And so if you would like to participate... Now's your chance. So in theory, today's day three. Yep. I threw away a pair. Of, you saw, did you see on the uh, on our Instagram that no. I I threw away? Um, you know, it's interesting. Sometimes when I see you like stuff on my on our Instagram, I'm like, mm-hmm. how funny is it to watch Chad participate in our Instagram? Like he's uh, like a, a, a fan. fan or That's something. Right. <laughs> I like I like your work, Jared. I am a fan. <laughs> Thank I'm a fan. You. Um, and then also, um, I think. Uh, I forgot what I was talking about. I got distracted by that text message that just distracted me. Anyway, I did. Oh yeah. Th- then sometimes when I th- then I also I think it's hilarious that you don't notice anything that happens on on there and just you full things go by and you that you have no idea that they well, happen. Well, when did you post it? I've had a busy day today so far. Anyway, what I posted on this, on the story was that on day one, I um, which it was Monday, mm-hmm. I got rid of a pair of 15-year-old glasses. Actually, oh, nice. they used to sit right next to that pair of glasses right okay. there. Those glasses are probably going to go soon. Okay. So that was the first thing I got rid of. I've had these glasses 15 forever. 15-year-old glasses. They're probably one of my earliest pairs of glasses. Maybe not 15. Do maybe they still work? What do you mean, do they still work? Like, can you still see properly through them? Um, no, no, no. Okay. Um, yeah, then, I didn't try. I didn't fully put them on because they were kind of gross. They've accumulated some dust. Ten some years of thing. dust. It probably it's probably more twelve years, maybe twelve years. Okay. Um, so those might be the next ones to go. And then yesterday, I got rid of a uh, uh, like a right. You saw this this card that I showed you. Yep. Under it, I had a this cool little gift card that not gift. It was like a postcard from a bar that I that around the corner. And it was like a cool little postcard thing. But I went to this bar months and months ago, and it's just been sitting there. And so I'm like, I'm not going to do anything with this. The bar is literally a five-minute walk right. from my house. If I really want it, another mm-hmm. one, I can just go back. True. And uh, I also got rid of a beer tap. You know, like one of those mm-hmm. big beer tap things. Have you seen it before? Yeah. It's been what, around what, here. What did you do with it? You threw, threw it away. away. Okay. I just, I, I 
acquired it from a um friend mm-hmm. and um and i've just been sitting around following me it was in the background of my harry potter studios okay. with this nice decoration Fair. i guess but it's like what am i gonna do with this thing so i threw it away okay so uh day I have three a, i haven't done anything yet today but I, I i have some ideas i've got to say jared i did unfortunately i did the opposite of the minimalism challenge while i was in ohio so i went to a half off i can store. tell you're looking a little thick there chief thank you sir uh, I'm just kidding. That's a um, joke, everyone. That's a joke. I uh, went to a half-off bookstore, found all sorts of cool books. Books are okay. Uh, books are okay. Well, are you good at getting rid of old books? No. You, well, no, you haven't you've, done you've anything. Been in my house? No, That's definitely true. not. I love looking at a full bookshelf. Mm-hmm. Though There's some, it does look. Mine are a little too full. I gotta. I rarely reread books, though. I'm not a good rereader of. I books. don't mind occasionally going back and just kind of skimming through them. Uh, once in a while, it can be kind of nice. Um, but yeah, I got some really cool language books. Got a few uh, books on uh, Ruski mm. or Russian. So that's pretty cool. Uh, still, still trying to learn how to read the uh, Cyrillic alphabet. That's been a bit challenging. So far, are you finding Russian to be easier or harder than Czech? Uh, get, ask me that when I've spent about half a year studying Russian, like okay. I did with Czech, because right now it's hard to say. Okay, but that's there, fair. Are, there is some similarity between some of the words and stuff in Russian and Czech, but the pronunciation is different, so that throws me off. Right, right, mm-hmm. right. And you're. It was interesting though, but alphabet-wise, Czech might have been a nice stepping stone because it was mm-hmm. still our alphabet, but they had a lot of little changes to it. Right. Now this is a full different alphabet, yep. so it's a nice stepping stone. So mm-hmm. you're like, all right, I'm sort of used to different characters, but now it's like, oh, okay, this is a whole different level. Right. And then obviously Chinese is... Although Chinese and Russian, as far as learning characters, is one harder than the other? I think Chinese is more difficult, yeah. Is it probably because in, in, in the Russian one, it's easier for you to relate a character to a, a letter that we have? Uh, I would say so, yeah. How many characters do they have in Russian? Uh, how many letters? Sure, yeah. Uh, well, you can't say characters. They don't call them characters. I would say they're letters, not characters. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But it would be Japanese or Chinese or Korean. Those are, those characters. are characters. Yeah. So Arabic, those are characters. No, that's a. Those, those are, are letters? letters. Those are letters. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. You're blowing my mind. I'm right pretty sure. Now. Yeah, those are letters. We can have a whole episode of letters versus characters. We can. We should. That'd be fun. <laughs> that sounds so boring. But yeah, Cyrillic is. It's interesting because like the backwards N is an I sound in Russian. Um, the P is an R. Right. Uh, so Russia in Cyrillic is spelled like, it looks like P-Y-C-C. Oh, shoot. No, I'm not remembering the last. I think it's a, it's an, it's an I. So it's a uh, backwards N. Okay. It's a Russia. So could you recite the alphabet? Have no. You, you haven't gotten no. there yet? No, not yet. Could you write it out? No, not the okay. whole alphabet. Okay. Not, not yet. Which is funny, man, when you're, like 28 years old and you feel kind of like a child again when you're learning a new language mm-hmm. because it's all mm-hmm. you know what i mean like i can say a couple of basic phrases but that that's pretty much it and i can kind of read it i saw on our instagram on translatable podcast that you were messing around with uh duolingo a little bit yes i was and but that was german that you put up there mm-hmm. uh i assume it was kind of funny i, I assume I you're mostly it, using it for russian da 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 niet Duh. <laughs> See, I know a little Russian too. Mm-hmm. There you go. I'm not totally useless. No, not most yet, definitely actually. not. Uh, My babushka but, told me I'm real smart. <laughs> yeah, I did German just because I, I wanted to see what level I would test at. 
You mm-hmm. get, can you guess where I tested at? Fluent. Tested out of it. Like there's no Duolingo has nothing for you. Nope. <laughs> nothing. I mean, it's good review. Sure. But it can't hurt. But after like 10 to 15 minutes, it gets a little boring. I mentioned that to you, mm-hmm. but I started, there's still probably, I think, a, a lot of room for me to, for Duolingo to be more helpful for me than you. Sure. But I obviously started on like, you know, never learned German before. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, or yeah, maybe a little higher different. than that. I think right. I might have actually started on like, a, but it was like even I start maybe start like started on like intermediate or something, mm-hmm. and I'm like this isn't doing it. Like this isn't really right. doing anything for me. Sure, but they're still advanced and stuff. I just um, I just stopped caring at that point. Right. Um. Do you want to um spread a little love? Yes, I do actually, Chad. I do. Uh. So, so I gotta say, Jared. Um. There's really a lot of panic and fear going around right now with COVID nineteen. Mm. And the coronavirus, but I think we have a luxury nowadays that people didn't used to have, which is technology. Twitter. Mm-hmm. Also, Twitter. I mean, it's part <laughs> of technology. Um, there are a lot of places in Italy, uh, a lot of companies that have uh, tried to help people by digitizing things and to support people who are quarantined and stuck mm-hmm. in lockdown right now. Um, so there are a bunch of different companies right now. Um, our friend Don, mm-hmm. he's his company uh, mandated a, to at least. Well, they said for now two weeks. That's where they started, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, obviously they yeah. could extend it. But he's on mandated work from home right now too. Right, which I don't think is necessarily a bad idea. Yeah, we've been talking about it at my company. Um, could you do your work completely from home, more or less? Yes, for sure. Then why but, why do we even go to an office? Jared? But I also have a job that that. Uh, is a lot of people requesting stuff from me. Mm. So yeah, they could still request it from me uh, virtually, right. but it's definitely like a barrier, you know. Like especially because okay. sometimes sure. I like like hold on, explain this to me because you know maybe people don't really understand what it is you do, but they know what they give you or whatever. So it's like it it it, it definitely. I, I've worked from home before at previous jobs, and it's doable. Mm-hmm. But it, I honestly believe that it. It feels like it slows down productivity. At least it does for me, but sure. it, it just feels like it slows down. Like, for example, at my last company, when I worked, um, we had the main office, mm-hmm. and then literally a three to five minute drive down the street was the factory where a lot of production oh, wow. happened. Okay. Yeah, that's nice. And um, it was great, but I, the department I was in had a lot of interaction mm-hmm. with those people. And they moved us to the offices in the production place okay. because they're like, you're going to be way more efficient moving three minutes down the street okay and so i i do think there is something to face to face but i also think that it's not like all these companies all, you know any company where you work in a cubicle essentially can be done from home true uh for the most part obviously yeah, that's a broad general that. broad generalization but for the most part everyone has a bunch of every company has a vpn you know so in you know a, a network where you can plug into and i think that there's no point and taking the risk, we've been actually been talking that we're kind of surprised that they haven't done anything, said anything yet. Like they they have mandated travel at my company mm-hmm. and meetings. Like they say, don't do meetings bigger than thirty people. If you can book a meeting room bigger than than you need, so you can spread out a little bit in the room. They they have such small stuff like that. But we're like, I wonder. We're we're wondering when. But maybe also because it's such a big company, mm-hmm. it's harder for them to make that call. You know, sure. Don's company is kind of small. And so maybe it's that, easier that for them to make that, easier, make that sure. call. But it's a much bigger call, you know, when you're dealing with like a global yeah, company. Yeah, there are even universities now that are doing completely remote classes. Yeah. 
Yeah. I well, I was gonna yeah, I was gonna bring that up later, but yes, uh-huh. that's very true. That's yep. very true. And I've been wondering how that's gonna work out. How um, Michigan State, for example, your your uh, alma mater for grad school at least, yep. Yep. has um, and actually a couple so other schools April, in Michigan too. Uh, Central Michigan, I yep. believe, also, and I believe Michigan Tech as well. More, more will trust me. They're on spring. They're stuff, on spring yeah. break right now, and they're sa- they're essentially saying after spring break, don't come back. Yep, stay home. I don't know how. Well, granted, now this is another thing. Re- this is the opposite situation that I see with companies. I don't know how schools can make that switch. So I don't know right. how schools can can go. Like in, at our school, Albion, it seems like it would be impossible to just be like, don't come in. It's all going to be online. I don't know. I don't think they have the infrastructure right. to do that. At least when we were there, I feel like that's not possible. I don't know. I think they could have done it. You think so? I think so, yeah. Just like this, like send out links to like Zoom we- yep, a, a, exactly. a, or something like that. I mean, yeah, I think, but you know, I can't, I feel old saying this, but you know, we graduated what, six years ago? Uh, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot has changed in terms of what's available now technologically in comparison to where we were at when we were in uh, undergrad. I guess so. It just seems like such a huge call yeah. to say, for, for schools to say, don't come in and take classes online. How much does that blow for the students too? Because I remember sure. when when I was on break, I was like, I was you know, Ready you're back home, back. you're back home yep. at your parents' house. Mm-hmm. Your parents are asking you where you're going. You're all, yep. half of your friends are welcome, nowhere close welcome to you. Welcome to my life, my <laughs> man. Welcome. And, and you're like, I want to get back to school so bad. Right. And now you just still are doing the school part, but they're like, yep. stay home. And I was like, oh god. I just got to yeah. do the worst part. It's just the worst of both worlds. <laughs> true, true. Uh, but obviously, I get the I get it. You know, we had a yeah. flu flu outbreak at our school, but it's crazy to see that happen. Mm-hmm. And um, it seems like um, I don't know. I don't know. It, it's it's so weird seeing the polar opposites on, on online. Sometimes you see people are overreacting, like like some people's lord and savior elon musk freaking mm-hmm. tweeted out oh, yeah, it's um people are I, I don't know exactly what he said but something along the lines of uh people are blowing this whole thing out of proportion and then other people are like oh this is just the beginning buckaroo yep. but it's it's so crazy because it's all people talk about oh it's just the beginning though for sure like at restaurants in the background you hear people talking about it at work i hear people talking yep. about it people i'm not even oh, talking you hear it to. Everywhere. It's everywhere that's all people everywhere. are talking about i i wonder I wonder if we should not talk about it on the podcast. I always, you know, it's the crazy it thing. Because it is everywhere now. I'm going to be honest with you. I had no plan on bringing it up this podcast. Mm. Granted. I blew it. My bad, Jared. I did plan on bringing it up next podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. I was planning on oh, talking about enough. that uh, university stuff next podcast. But I ah, I okay. do like the idea of at least not talking about it every single podcast like That's we fair. seem like we have been doing. But everyone's talking about it. You can't yeah. help it. That's true, but uh, I definitely was planning on talking about it next episode. So I'm not, I'm not trying to be Fair holier enough. than that. All right, <laughs> well, I'll probably talk about it next episode too. Then. But you know, well, I'm should, not going to now because right. we just did. That's what I was going to talk. You, that's what you, I was going to say. You know what we should really talk about though, Jared? The untranslatables. Now, yes, not enough people are talking about this. That's every true. time, every day, I go to Twitter and I just the first thing I do is check to see if untranslatables is finally trending, and it's not mm-hmm. yet. Are you guys not hearing this owl? <laughs> That means it's not really untranslatables. Um, I guess I'll start there, Chad. All right. My I'll try first, not to cheat. My first one is French, and I got this one from untranslatable.co, our friend Amadens, only because um, 
I just happened to be scrolling and it made me laugh. So I'm like, cool. I'll, I'll tell it to Chad. I'm excited. Um, and, and I'm, well, and I'm going to Paris in two months. <laughs> wah, wah. Ce n'est pas la mer à boire. It's not like you have to drink the ocean. Uh, like, like you don't need to eat or drink so fast. Like, slow down. A little less literal than that, but you're essentially a little less literal than that. It's, uh, slow um, down. For example, I have a perfect example. Okay. Uh, let's say you take some great picture and I ask you to send it to me. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and you go to screenshot and i was like oh no can you save it and um <laughs> and just send me the actual picture because the quality will be much, much better if you don't screenshot it and you're like oh, i don't know i don't know how to do that i don't know if i can save the picture and i'm like what are you talking about it's not like you have to drink the ocean just save the picture just do it it's not that difficult there you go yeah. not just do it the second part it's not yeah it's not that difficult all right my first one for you is persian turns out it wasn't that difficult i guess not uh <laughs> Was uh, now we can replace coronavirus talk with Chad Tech Talk. That would be fun. Oh, I could have a whole session of this podcast for fun things where I'm like, did you know Chad didn't know how to? I'm trying to. I can't think of another one right now. All right, that's a bad, bad second. Anyways, <laughs> uh, my first untranslatable is Persian, and it is kartokare, um, and it means uh, donkey inside of a donkey. Donkey inside of a donkey. It's like it's a. We got a real conundrum going on right here. Hit that ham horn, I'll give it to you. Oh, wow. I'll give it to you. Uh, chaos and disorganization. Yeah, I'd mm. say I'd mm-hmm. say that's fair. I, yes. if, I, I'd say that's the definition of conundrum. I would say so, too. My next one is Swedish, mm-hmm. and it is... Uh, oh, <laughs> uh, I love these little things I write to myself. Uh, and so there's nothing to decipher here. I just enjoyed this one. Nice. Because um, there are a lot of ones that I, I like, but it's like, it's obvious, but it's still fun mm-hmm. and something that I would definitely use. Yeah. Like, definitely it's not like you have to drink sharing. the ocean. I would right. use that. So, this one I like too, and I, I brought it up because I, I, um, I want to use it. Smaken er sombaken delad. Which means? Taste is like your bum, divided. What? Okay. I don't even know where to begin with that. You Taste don't get it? Taste is like your butt divided like you have bad taste two cracks you know right and it's like taste is yeah everyone's split it's split and down the middle oh i see. split down the middle and you can go two ways with it one Mm. butt cheek goes left one goes right you know that is how butt cheeks work (laughs) okay good call jared all right my next one for you is italian and it is uh mozzafiato okay that's cheese uh cheese cheese fight or cheese Um. cheese um no. Uh, oh, okay. Mozzare means to cut off. Oh, I assume that was mozzarella. No. Mozzarella. <laughs> mozzarella. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, mozzare is to cut out, and fiato is breath. To kill someone? To cut out your breath. Okay, so it's not to kill, not to kill yourself? So, so, you know, we're going to have a, have some pizza later, Jared. If the pizza is really good, <laughs> it might be. You're going to stuff your face with it. No, if you have Philly, you been, have you been to the Grand Canyon before? Uh, no, but I know I'm familiar with it. Okay, uh, 
Well, it means breathtake. Oh, oh. Cut out your breath. Take your breath. See, when I heard, I I thought a different kind of breathtaking where it's like Mm. you eat so much that you uh, die. (laughs) No, maybe not necessarily die. And maybe not even necessarily so breathtaking that it causes cardiac arrest. But it's just like sort of like you stuff your, yeah, you you stuff yourself to where you can breathe. Stuff your pie hole. All right, I have one more. And it's Bulgarian. And it goes, Chisha se careto ne me sarbi. And it, oh, excuse me, and that is to scratch where it doesn't itch. Mm. Which means scratch where it doesn't itch. It means to do something unnecessarily. You're on the right track. I wish I could give you a half ham horn. I'm, I'm going to tell it to you because this might be tough. Okay. Uh, it's when you're doing something wrong, but you also are trying to get away with it, you know? Mm. And But you can't hide it, you know? But like you know what you're doing, but you're trying to get away with it. To scratch so, where it so doesn't like itch. To hustle somebody, but I, essentially, yeah, well, yeah, okay. where it's like you know you're you know you're doing something wrong, but you're still trying to get away with it, and, and you're struck, you know. And I think I think when they say to scratch where it doesn't itch, I imagine someone unnecessarily where it's like as a nervous tick kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That's what I picture when I hear that. Okay. Um, I'm actually speaking of which, I'm starting to get a little nervous. Uh about this election uh, coming up. That's true. The presidential election. So, first of all, the presidential election Mm -hmm. happens every four years in the United States. Mm -hmm. The presidential election happens every four years. November 2nd? I think it's the first Tuesday of November. Oh, is it? Is that what it is? I have no idea. Although, I will say this, Jared. It should be a national holiday. It should be. And that would get into a whole conversation about why it isn't. Which is probably mostly due to voter suppression. True. And uh, Tuesday, November third. Mm. I believe it. I believe it's the first Tuesday, um, first Tuesday of, of November. Sense. Um, and uh, although in Michigan, you know, it was interesting. In Michigan, I was hearing. Uh, well, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Let's just go through the process. <laughs> I found this handy little uh, picture infographic. I guess is the Ooh. word. Actually, I could pull it up right oh. here. That would be great. That would be great. I'd like to see it now. Can you That might take a sec because I think you I think you should do it. I think it's worth oh it. Oh my gosh. All right. We're going to do it. So yeah, the election right now, though the primaries are finishing. Um Michigan uh finished yesterday. Well, when this comes out it would have been a little bit ago. Sorry to break the fourth wall, but uh yeah, so you have your primary elections. Um you know your democratic and republican candidates oh that's prague it is that i took that picture oh but what yeah you can set your own picture as your google background and welcome to our next segment of <laughs> <laughs> obvious things chad oh, didn't realize cool. yeah i didn't realize that that's uh yes you awesome. can and if i'm not mistaken i can also do this little thing here where i just uh watch this computer screen right here i'm watching i'll just pop up there yeah what I have on this computer screen. Yeah. I believe I can make it just pop up over here. We'll see. We'll find out. You know, I'm going to blame this on you because... Uh, oh, no. It's see, a good, it that's, a good, that's a good graphic, though. I saw that one earlier. Yeah. It doesn't work, though. And I don't remember where I found it. So, I mean, I can pa- we can pause if, you, if we want, if you really want me to pull it up. Nah, it's all good. All right. We'll figure it out in a second. I'm Describe sure. it to our listeners, Jared. It's just an infographic that shows you the 
process of, of voting. That's all it is for you for you in the United States. For the presidential election. For the presidential election. I, the only reason I'm making that clear is I can just hear someone being like, well, you know, every two years, it really, it's every two years, you didn't forget about the primary, really yeah. local is more important, and it's like, yep. yeah, 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 we know. That's not the point. But anyway, <laughs> um, so yeah, let's start with um, w- what you have to do to even run for president. Got to be a natural-born U.S. citizen. Which means? That's a good question, Jared. I think a lot of people say that it means you have to be born on U.S. soil. Mm-hmm. But what happens if you're born somewhere else to American parents? I don't think that counts. If you're, I think you have to be born on in a U.S. like in the country of the United States, which counts as a, like an embassy or a consulate or whatever, okay. or a military base. Right. But I think outside of that, you're not born in the United States, and I don't think right. you can. Right. So, yeah. So, you have to be a natural-born citizen, have to be at least 35 years of age. Yes. I feel like that's not actually too bad of a number. I feel like 35 is a... Like, can you imagine like a, a 25-year-old or a 30-year-old president? I think that's fair. Yeah. I think, I think that's fair. Solid. Honestly, you know, I, it's funny. I, I agree with that, but we have gone the complete opposite direction at this point. We got a whole bunch of... That's true. Freaking geezers in there. Yeah, I said yep, it. True. I'm sick they are of choosing between different 70-plus-year-olds. and geezer, too? Yeah. Yeah. You look at Biden out there, it's like, bro, sit down. You need a blanket over your lap. Well, you, 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 do, need you do realize to, that his uh, the interviews, uh, debates that he's going to do with Bernie, they're going to be sitting, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I changed it for him. Jesus Christ. Yep. Yep. You didn't hear about that? Really? I think there should be the most basic of requirements that... Uh, oh, this is actually a perfect time to pause. This is a perfect time to pause. And I can, uh, we took a break. We got the infographic up. Yep. We realize, we, we, enough bashing old people. We don't, we, I would prefer a younger, a younger candidate. Sure. Wouldn't but hurt. that's not what we have to choose from right now. We're not trying to bash old people. But let's talk about how the people process. become... President. So, natural-born citizen, at least 35 years old. Correct. And, interestingly enough, a resident of the U.S. for the last 14 years. Or now, maybe at least 14 years. I'm not sure. At least 14 years, yeah. Okay. So, now, I don't know... Yeah, it probably has to be the last 14 years, you'd imagine. Right. Now, I don't know how they chose 14 specifically, but that obviously seems like an obvious truth. Like, if you're going to run for president, you should probably at least lived here for a while, know what's going on True. firsthand. Yeah, doesn't hurt. Uh, <laughs> doesn't hurt. Granted, the president now does live here, and I don't mm. think he knows what's going on. Um, <laughs> You're probably wrong about that. But this is not about that. Um, okay, so you have your primaries and caucuses next after you've so passed those requirements. Caucuses are first. Yes. The caucuses happen in Iowa and New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. What the F is a caucus? It's a good question. It's a weird word, weird sounding word. <laughs> uh, because the caucus became a parody of itself uh, over the last last go around. Isn't that when you choose who will be representing the party? The Iowa caucus are biennial electoral events for okay. members of the Democratic and Republican parties in the United States of Iowa. Yeah, okay. In the United States of Iowa. This is the Iowa caucus, but mm-hmm. New Hampshire is essentially the same thing. Right, sure. Uh, unlike primary elections in most other United uh, U.S. states, where registered voters go to polling places to cast ballots, Iowans—and we'll get into more info on that later—Iowans uh, 
uh, instead gather at local caucus meetings to discuss and vote the candidates during both the presidential and midterm election seasons. Mm -hmm. Registered Iowan voters vote in a a per-precinct caucus for the day of of which they are registered as a member. The caucuses are held to select delegates to county conventions and uh, party co- committees, among other uh, party activities. Mm-hmm. So what they do is that they all gather and they chit-chat to sort of decide who's the best, and then they vote after the chit-chat. Sounds right. What's the point? But they don't vote with a ballot. Don't th- I think they vote by hand. I have no idea. All right, let's read about question. the 2020. Um, this is Wikipedia. Caucus? But, because th- it was turned into a shit show. And then we'll move on from caucuses. I just okay. want to understand what a caucus is and why sure. it is turning into a parody of itself, essentially. The 2020 Iowa caucus, but that is what a caucus was. Did you not understand anything of what I just said? No, I got it. Okay, because if, if, I would be fair if you didn't. I barely did, just to be clear. <laughs> I'm not, I wasn't, I know I usually am, but I wasn't blaming you for anything. Um, the 2020 Iowa caucus caucuses occurred on monday february 3rd the result of the 2020 iowa democratic caucus was delayed due to inconsistencies in the reporting of three sets of results according to mandy mcclure the party's communications director in addition to the tech systems being used to tabulate results we are also using photos of results in a paper trail to validate hmm, that okay. all the results match and ensure so you do cast the ballot. that we yeah that we we have confidence and accuracy in the numbers we report. This is simply a reporting issue. The app did not go down, and this is not a hack or an intrusion. The underlying data and paper trail is sound, and we simply take time to further res- uh, report the results. Now that's what the director said. So sure. Uh, delays in reporting were attributed to the failure of a new reporting app for the Iowa Democratic Party Presidential Caucus, including an inability to download or launch apps, as well as an inability for the app to function once loaded. Now, that actually takes into consideration the idea of using apps. Mm-hmm. But then also there was a point where... Um, Have some technical I saw on... There. Now, maybe this was New Hampshire. I don't know. But someone was like flipping a coin. Really? At the, one of the caucuses, and like the way he was flipping a coin was totally wrong in itself. Like you can't even flip a coin right. It was oh, a shit geez, show. That's anyway, what we do here in our state, and what we're more familiar with, is the primary, and that's yep. way more simple. Michigan has an open primary, yep. which means you don't have to be part of any uh, political party mm-hmm. to vote in the primary. In some states, you is a closed primary. You have to be uh, a member. You have to be Democratic a member of the Democratic Party or Republican Party, correct, to vote in their primary, right. Um, in the primary, can, can you be a member of both parties? Yeah, why not? No, that's no fun. Why not? Have no? I mean, I mean, you've seen the the. It's it's. Crazy. I guess I've never it's, tried clicking right. two. It's crazy though <laughs> that know. you can't vote for both. Well, that's why we have an open primary because right. I think uh, people in Michigan agree with you. The people right. of Michigan agree with you, and some I don't. Uh, but and, but some people probably think maybe they feel like there's the chance for. Um, for sabotage, mm. you know, maybe uh, a bunch of re- Republicans will vote for the Democrat that they, you know, either think they won't have a, a high chance or try oh. to cut it so oh, it messes yeah. up okay. who who's the leading well, guy or something. That. That's true. So maybe that's the fear for for some of those closed states. Um, and then so what that is is wh- that's what's happening right now. Mm-hmm. And so it, well, the primary. The primary, yes. yes. Although, at, by the time this comes out, we probably know who's we'll be good. done with yeah. the primaries. Yeah. Um, do you, get into your crystal ball, Jared. Who do you think it'll be? 
Make some wild predictions, Sharks. I'm going to guess it's going to be Biden. Yeah. It doesn't seem like there's any way. And I don't know. It's, yeah, I agree it's, with you. And, and, and this seemed like Bernie's best chance. Mm-hmm um because he's the second place guy that's why i'm specifically saying bernie right it seemed like his best chance and i and at this point there's no he can't he, he can't run in four more years no probably not that's insane yeah he, he's literally an insane person if he does that it's like bro he is a little crazy though. sure of course they're I mean, all crazy everyone's yeah. crazy to want to run for president true Who, you true. want that stupid job nope. make four hundred thousand dollars a year for that you can make more at a corporate job uh sitting behind a desk Mm-hmm. Um, I would. Ne- I, I don't. It makes no you sense. You don't want to be president. I was hoping for your thirty-sixth no. birthday. No. Uh, yeah. To announce your president. Would you be my yeah. campaign manager? No. Okay. I was about to I say. I want cause... you to succeed, Jared. I want you to succeed. <laughs> okay. Damn it! You took the joke from me. I'd be your speechwriter. <laughs> okay. I'd you could do that. Mm-hmm. You took the joke from me. I was so gonna say that. I was like, I good, because that would. means there's no chance I'd ever right. become president. Right. Um. So yeah, after the primaries, though, then you got the general elections. Yes. Yeah, so the primary, you had the no- a nominee for each. Do- so, first of all, though, Jared. Sorry to interrupt. Did you vote? I'm not going to ask you for whom. Yes. Did you vote? Okay, me too. And you know, it's so interesting. Um, you know, it's so funny to me to hear people talk about going to the polls. People are mm-hmm. afraid of the <laughs> virus. And so they're <laughs> especially, you know, sure. there is actually a rumor that, so there's a case in Michigan now. Mm-hmm. There's a rumor that they waited to put it out till after the primaries on purpose and that they actually knew about it interesting. before, but they were afraid people wouldn't go. Oakland County and. I don't know. I don't okay. know. Okay. But because I don't talk about that, uh, oh, fair. but fair. good call. I voted weeks ago because I you mailed it in. I do absentee. Smart. But the only thing about absentee is there is a little part of me that's like I don't know where this goes and if what if anything happens with this. True. Yeah. And I'd actually, I'll take you one step further. I don't even send mine in. Um, me and my girlfriend you just throw it on the street <laughs> and hope it it gets picked <laughs> up by a mailman. Fill it out. Throw it in the garbage can. The, perfect. perfect. <laughs> That's what it means to vote in America. No, <laughs> we take it to the city council mm-hmm. place and put it in their little drop box. Thing, drop box okay. at, so we don't. I'm not I concerned like about it getting people. lost in the in the mail. Right. Even right. Um. Anyway, general elections. General election debates. Do you watch debates? Uh, it's been a while because there we we skipped over we skipped over. Sorry, I cut you off. We skipped over the um fact that there are debates in mm-hmm. during the primaries. All True. the Democrats. It's so ridiculous seeing ten plus people line up to talk in an hour. Oh god, it's awful. You and I can barely do a podcast in an hour, let alone yeah. ten people telling us why they're the right person to lead right. the country. <laughs> oh, in man, an hour man. and a half or whatever it is. Well, I I also think the debates are. A bit entertaining when you have some politicians who do, like, say crazy stuff in the, the debates er- against their opponents. The early ones are good for that, too, because yeah. there are a lot of people that you know are going to drop out soon right. or a lot of people that you know aren't going to make yeah. it. So you do kind of get the crazies. Remember the Howard Dean sca- scandal what many years ago? Uh-huh. He was, I don't remember what year this oh, was, but he was, a, potato? he was a pretty reputable... <laughs> did he not? Did you misspell the word potato? There was one American politician that misspelled the word potato. I haven't heard that. Really? No. Oh, man. <laughs> the one I'm I'll, thinking I'll of, Howard Dean, uh-huh. which I could probably pull up, but it's not worth it. He was, um, he was, he, this wasn't during a debate, but he was, uh, and this was before there were really viral clips. This was early, early social media. This might have been first Obama run, maybe. Okay. Um, um, he was a Democrat. That's why Sorry, I say it yeah. like that. Dan Quayle. Sorry, it was the one who misspelled the potato. 
<laughs> okay. Well, look up Howard Dean. How okay. the Howard Dean yell. Look up the Howard Dean yell. Howard Dean yell. Yeah. And we can just play it from your computer because I don't feel like pulling it up on my phone and, and it's just a headache. Uh, there you go. Oh, yes. There you go. They did a Chappelle show skit on this. Stay home. Oh, okay. Don't worry. Don't worry, Jay. <laughs> no, I put my mic we, right we up into the turbo tax. I know you did. All right, Although here I we go. Well, you guys... You have already got the picture here. I, I was about to say, you know, I, I'm sure there's some disappointed Skip people it up here. You know what? Just hit the front arrow. You know, one year arrow. ago that we were going to come. And you know something? You know something? North Carolina and Oklahoma and Arizona and North Dakota and New Mexico. We're going to California and New York. And we're going to South Dakota and Oregon and Washington and Michigan. And Michigan. Put that mic back on there. Put that mic back on there. Oh, that's a drop right there. <laughs> oh my god. Alright, hold on. Hold on. Just <laughs> oh my god just ah! <laughs> ah! the, well, I, this guy is ridiculous <laughs> so anyways <laughs> so that, essentially that ruined people that joked ruined, that that ruined his campaign his campaign because no That's one took him seriously takes. after that but the thing is he was just hype he was super can i hire <laughs> the him crowd. to be the hype man of our podcast <laughs> the crowd <laughs> the crowd was hype you heard how they hype were. they were they, they were, were screaming look at his face he's dude. red yeah. he's ready yeah <laughs> Oh, Although man. I will say that sound has never even crossed my mind. So now, Mine is was, the sound to come out of my mouth. Was this a primary or yes. general election? Primary. So okay. I, because I, I, I believe this was when he was going up against Obama. Oh man, that's hilarious. Okay, so you, uh, so you general debates election. are entertaining to you. Yep. Yep. The thing is, though. I get stressed out watching the. Uh, maybe this is more in the recent years. I get mm -hmm. legitly stressed out watching the, um, like like the debates, especially the later ones. Mm. Where it's why, why is that? Well, the ones with with our current president. Mm. I'm like, whenever I see people try to like argue shit with them, I'm like, why, why are we taking this guy seriously? True. It's so ridiculous. True. It's just such a farce to me to watch it. Yeah, and it just makes me so mad that we're the, in a this, place where this sad, has to happen. The sad thing is, is he's going to destroy Biden. Yeah, yep. straight up destroy him in the. Debates. I know. Yep. I, ah, he's gonna hired Biden is Howard not. Dean. He's Biden is slowing down, and he's just not. It's the, the only the main problem is he's just not quick enough. He just can't. He just can't. True. Oh my God. Yeah. Anyway. So we got the general elections. After that, though, yes, then the that's big the big cheese. Daddy. The big daddy, as you said, Jared, the electoral college. Yes, tell us what it is, Jared. The electoral college. Now, I actually have in my notes what it is because the electoral college is a mess to me. It is. It's 
It's delegates mm-hmm. who uh, supposedly are representing the people of those states, and right. counties, and cities, and whatnot. And they are supposed to vote, in theory, how their constituents want. That is, however, not always the case. So they do it... The reason they do it... Population well, at, size. Yes. And, and so, so, it's, it's so, so it's essentially... So states get uh, proper representation. Correct. And it's not just a blowout based off of population. Right. But in my, in my eyes, that's still a proper representation. Sure. But anyway, here's according to CNN, fake news mm-hmm. central, as some people might think. But right. I mean, how much you could they lie? Fox News pages. How much could they lie about what the electoral college is? Right. Um, Americans who go okay, uh, how it works? I don't need to hear the little background right. of it. There's a uh, there's an elector for every member of the House of Representatives. Mm-hmm. There are 435 House uh, House of Representatives and Senate, and there are 100 senators. Uh, plus an additional three people who live in Washington, D.C. Each state gets at least three electors. Mm-hmm. California, the most popular state, has 53 congressmen and mm-hmm. two senators, so they get 55 electoral votes. Yep. Texas, the largest reliably Republican... Yeah. Uh, slipping on gator piss. Leaning state has 36 congressmen and two senators, so they get 38 electoral yep. How votes. How many is Michigan? I feel like I should know this. How many is Michigan? I can look it up. Six states, Alaska, Delaware, Montana, North Dakota, Vermont, 1% of the 2%, and Wyoming are so small population-wise that they only have one congressman apiece and the lowest possible three electoral votes. So even though they have one congressman because of how small they are, they all will at least get three electoral uh, votes. Okay. Washington, D.C. also gets three electoral votes. Voters in Puerto Rico and other non-state territories get no electoral mm-hmm. votes, although they can't take part in the presidential primaries. That's just offensive. Yeah, true. That's so offensive. It's like, we'll let you play along, but it's not going to mean anything. So I believe in Michigan there are 16 electors to okay. reflect the number of senators and representatives in Congress. Like a me- yeah, we're a pretty big-sized state, yeah. mm-hmm. but medium to big-sized, I right. would say we are. Uh, it takes 270 electoral votes to get a majority of the electoral college. Right. The total number of electors, 538, cannot change unless they, there are more lawmakers added on Capitol Hill or a constitutional amendment. But the number right. of, of electors allocated to each state can change every 10 years. So, do, so is it so? What will what they do? Is it like in Michigan? Will they say say fifty percent voted? Say a hunt like exactly fifty percent voted Republican, exactly fifty percent voted Democrat. Does that mean eight votes, eight electoral votes go each way? So so that's, Republicans that's get eight question. electoral votes, or does someone have to win specifically in that state? I'm not sure. That's a good question. Okay, if there is a top. Okay, I'll just keep reading. The no- okay, uh, the number of congressmen is reapportioned. That, that's the technical term, according to changes in the population. Some states gain a House seat or two, or other lose some, you know, population stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, no matter how small uh, you can have, z- uh, state, no matter how small can have zero members of Congress. Uh, no, no state, no matter how small, can have zero members of Congress, of right. course. Yeah, but this sense. is why. There's be been heat, this is why there's been a heated political debate over whether the U.S. Census should ask if someone is a citizen. Some fear that asking... Okay, I'm not going to get into that. If there's a tie among the electors or if nobody gets a majority, then the election goes to the House of Representatives. So that's what happens. Yep. So that means a state has to go one way. 
Yeah. So there, there can so so all the votes for that state go to what the majority of that state votes for. So Democrat or Republican? Why wouldn't they do it the way I just said? I'm not sure. Why wouldn't they just wait it and be like, all right, 48% of this state right. goes Democrat, 52 right. goes Republican, so they get you know that it's percentage of, of the votes. Yeah, I don't know why that doesn't work that way either. It's just a state has to go one way altogether. Right. Well, oh, that's right, because Trump won I guess also Michigan. Uh, yeah, yeah, because in yeah. Pennsylvania also is a swing state, which is where I used to live. They right. also went, went Republican this time. Really? Okay. Yes, I voted then too, just to be clear. Right. I did my right. part. It is pretty crazy, get though, him Jared, in. how you can... Hillary Clinton won the popular <laughs> vote and still lost the election. Right, because it depends on... It's the strategy of the states, what state right. you get. Yep. So she got more people, but he got... More states. More states. Delegates, yeah. Okay. Yep. Well, so, Jared, you know, uh, after after you get the uh, electoral votes... Yes. Then you're president. Yes, and then you get sworn in at the, so that's in November. You get mm-hmm. sworn in uh, at like the end of January usually, yep. and then you're the president for the next four years if all goes well. And then, like for example, because oh, also because um, this is Trump's um, because Trump is um, coming back. Like, what is it called when you, he's an incumbent? Is that what it is? He's yeah, an incumbent yeah. president, mm-hmm. so seeking um, re-election. Yes. He has uh, no opposition, although technically someone could oppose him. Right, but Republicans I'm no Republicans. Republicans did. are pretty lockstep. They tend to yep. fall in line pretty hard. Yep. So um, he's essentially uncon- he's uncontested, yep. and he's the re- Republican candidate, uh, Republican nominee. Yep. However, uh, if and when he gets elected, which you know, with Biden stepping in, <clears throat> might happen. Uh, welcome our overlords happen. for another four years. Um, right. Uh, but after the, those next four years, if he gets elected again, then there will be primaries, uh, like uh, full primaries on both sides. Mm-hmm. So what we see happening on the Democratic side, will happen it'll the theoretically be even well. crazier yep. because we're only we're only getting essentially Democratic primaries right yep. now. But once yep. Republicans are up too, oh, it's going to be a real shit show. And this yep. is really and, and social media is only ramping up. Social media is oh, not slowing down. Way, yeah, way worse and i and i trump's last one i think is it was the was the first time social media was in full force right because it was in full force for obama's but that also was once again just the republicans doing primaries sure so it wasn't full force at you and different social media it was 2014 or 2008 2012 so even back then social media wasn't as big as it is now like it is now speaking of social media jared the one thing i do love about social media though is access Mm -hmm. to good music so let's talk about our song of the pod today, which what? is called Sans Papier by uh, Max Herre, uh, Herre, Herre, oh no, Herre right. featuring Yoni. What, Yanni, maybe? Yanni, maybe Yanni. I'm One sure. of my favorite things about social media mm-hmm. and finding music is colors. We've, I found this on colors. On I YouTube. love colors mm-hmm. because... One, it's a lot of young people music. I'm not up to yep. date with a lot of the young people music. And also... Um, uh, it also what was what else was I gonna say? Oh, and also very international colors, very oh, international um, selection. This is a perfect example because Max Herre, Herre is from Stuttgart, Germany, mm-hmm. and he is um, singing almost in what do you call that? Like a, I don't want to say deadpan, but it's very close to talking singing. The way yeah. he's singing, he's like, uh, "Go to the store, pick up my shoes. Yeah, it's kind of think about what I'm gonna cool, do with though. my day." 
Yeah. And it's it's almost more like he's like it's it's like pontificating is what it feels mm-hmm. like. And Ooh, then pontificating. And like it almost feels like it needs like if it had a little bit more reverb, you could it, you could you could imagine it being like in his head, you know? Yeah. That's, and not that's actually a good point. And yeah. then I could imagine like the Yanni part, which is being actually what's being said, just the way mm-hmm. I, f- I feel it. Um, and, and he's he's sort of just a, he's the chorus, I guess you'd say. And he's the singer. He's singing. He's a rapper, I think, technically. Um, or not technically, but he also raps. He, oh, he's also from Germany. Mm-hmm. But Sans Papier is French. Yep. Um, and so the song's part German, part French, but they're both German. And um, I just love one the combination of styles. Mm-hmm. It sounds and, great. And, and, and how they and, the and how they um, and how it's sort of almost a back and forth the way mm-hmm. they do it. Oh, definitely. And uh, I, I just thought it was a, a cool vibe. Honestly, first when I sent it to you, I, I just thought it was a cool song. And then after I sent it, I was like, oh yeah, I guess I guess we just I just picked the song of the pot. I didn't even yep. think about that. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. Great vibes. Super laid back. Um, yeah, just the sound of the German and the French is really cool. Yeah. Without a doubt. I agree. I agree. Definitely. Well, speaking of foreign languages, Jared, I do have a Russian word of the pod today. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is uh, golos. And golos means vote. thought that was very appropriate. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. Well, I, um, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't get a French word of the pod, but yeah, that's a good point. I, sh- I could do, how do you say vote in French, you know? Mm-hmm. I think that's very apropos, yeah, I, which I sounds like no a French idea. word in itself. <laughs> that's true. That's a good point. Um, so I'm just going to type it. And of course, now my computer gives me the wheel as mm-hmm. I'm trying to provide this language knowledge to the people. Right. That's how it works. Murphy's uh, Law, Jared. That's true. Sod's Law. <laughs> <laughs> oh, vote. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Really? <laughs> vote. Okay. All that to say vote. There we go. Vote. Vote. Vote, s'il vous plaît. Vote. That's right. Please go vote. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Golos Pajalsta. There you go. Pajalsta. Uh-huh. Uh, so let's just recap today's episode, Jared. So the election process, in the States at least, you got to be naturally born, wherever mm-hmm. that means. You got to be at least 35, live in the States for 14 years, win the caucus, win the primary, win the general election, and then get them electoral votes, 270, and you are chilling in that White House, my man. Yeah, yeah. How many people voted in the 2016 election? I would guess probably six or seven million. Oh, I meant like percentage of the population. No Of idea. the voting. No idea. 80%, well, it depends on the demographic probably. Also voter suppression, Jared. Around 130 American a million voters voted oh, wow. in the 2016 presidential election. However, those 100 around those 138 million voters only make up 58.1 percent of our voting eligible population. Oh wow! Okay. So, so um, get out and vote, people. And that's the presidential one. It's way worse for midterms and, and right. primaries. And oh, stuff. I'm not surprised. Yeah, even so, the local stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's too bad. Yeah, we. I mean. I'll never forget. I was having. It a talk. also it should also be required. I think. I agree. Even well, if you opt out. Yep. On the on the on the right. thing, it should be required. It's true. I'm surprised they don't have it, so you can just do it online. I guess there's well, like some. Iowa would beg to differ. Right. True. But anyways, uh, yeah. So that's uh, some quick and dirty uh, facts about the election process here in the states. You betcha. If you want to know more? Uh, let us know at untranslatablepodcast@gmail.com. Or if you have some untrans- untranslatables to send our way, also check out our pictures on Instagram, Untranslatable Podcast. 
Uh, you can see some pictures of the fancy sticker. We, I can't believe we didn't talk about the sticker. I feel like that's the whole motivation oh, yeah. between people going to vote is get that I voted Mine's sticker. somewhere around here because it was in the envelope. Maybe I threw it away. Oh, there you go. But yeah, I feel like, why would I do that? Shouldn't have thrown it away. It's my life. Surprise. That's true, Jay. Anyways, uh, lastly, please, five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. Pleasure. Let us know how we can make this podcast better for you. So as we say here at the Untranslatable Podcast, Yakuya me, which is gracias, shishir, and dos vidani. <laughs>